Sunday with Miriam on RTE Radio 1, sponsored by Supervalue Insurance. Driving value that matters on car, home and travel insurance. Now that's sound. Tweet at Miriam O'Call. Well, Irish tenor Count John McCormack came from winning the Fesh Ceol in 1903 to winning over crowds in the biggest concert halls in the world. He became immensely famous and wealthy, and part of the reason for his success was his collaboration with Austrian violinist Fritz Kreisler. Working together, they recorded beautiful songs like Makushla and Danny Boy and O Sole Mio and, of course, Ave Maria. Well, tenor Gavin Ring from the Kingdom of Kerry and <laughs> violinist Patrick Rafter from Kilkenny have come together to recreate some of the McCormick Chrysler magic in a concert in the National Concert Hall. We'll chat about that in a moment, but first, accompanied by Vincent Lynch on piano, here they are with Makushla. are saying that death is a dream and love is 
Wow, that was so beautiful. I don't know. I always think it's incredibly sad. That was tenor Gavin Ring and violinist Patrick Rafter, accompanied by you, Vincent Lynch, on piano. Thanks to you all. Gavin, first of all, tell us about that beautiful song. It really is heartbreaking. It's one of those ones which really, it touches everybody mm. that listens to it and hears it. I mean, I always think of that wonderful scene from the film Michael Collins yeah. um, when um, he's informed, Michael Collins is informed of the truce and you have this haunting version of Makuta being sung in the background by the great Frank Patterson. So whenever I sing it, I always feel like Frank is behind me, sort of tipping me <laughs> in the shoulder going, you know, don't mess this up. Like, no. obviously it's synonymous with McCormack mm-hmm. and and synonymous with his relationship with Chrysler as well. So it's, uh, it's a gorgeous song. You sing it beautifully. Look, Thank you. remind people, Gavin, just how big a star Count John McCormack was. Well, I mean, he was the biggest recording artist of his day. He was the greatest tenor of his era. No, I know there's probably people listening will go, well, you know, there was Caruso as well, but the two of them sort of jostled for that position. And, uh, and not only that, though, you know, the, the, the wonderful thing about McCormick is, is that as an Irish singer in particular, you get a chance to come back to him every so often. And uh, he's obviously someone that you listen to and that you study and that you garner inspiration from as an artist. But every time you come back to him, every time you're afforded that, that, that opportunity... Something is revealed about McCormick again to you that you didn't realise previously. Mm. And for me, having, let's say, worked with Patrick over the last, let's say, couple of months, you get an insight into what a superb artist he was, what a superb interpreter of music that he was. It just hits you like a, you know, like like a bolt of lightning. God, this guy was amazing. He really was. And Patrick, tell us about the collaboration with Fritz Kreisler. It's not that common, is it, to put voice and violin together? But they were a huge success, weren't they? They were extraordinary. Some of their recordings, I, Gavin and myself, would have grown up on these recordings and they're simply out of this world. For me, it's the pinnacle of chamber music. It's the pinnacle of violin playing. And I have to say, some of the tenor singing is, a, is the pinnacle of tenor singing. So they're extraordinary. I just think tenor voice and violin are a perfect combination. Mm-hmm. That is because as a violinist, I'm always trying to emulate a tenor. And I've heard tenors come back to me and say, God, I'm always trying to play like a sing like a violinist. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and so we work off each other, but the sound world we just create, is, I, th- I think, is brilliant. As a violinist, whenever I have my music, my score, and I'm learning a new piece or conducting a new piece, jeez, mm. my wife is complaining, I'm always singing. I'm just singing because that's <laughs> the way... And he's got a great voice, actually. <laughs> he's, he sent me several WhatsApp messages now over the last couple of months <laughs> singing tunes down the phone to me, and it's a great voice. So, yeah, watch that space. <laughs> and was, though, was it a really popular kind of commercial move by McCormack and Chrysler, I suppose, for the two of them at the time, to record and perform these songs? Yeah, well, so there was a chap by the name of Fred Geisberg, essentially, who was the, he was, a, he was one of the intendants or the artistic 
sort of uh, movers and shakers in gramophone and in HMV in the very, very early days, in the very first days of recording. And uh, I guess it was his idea, in a way, when he was at HMV to bring all these artists in. So he had the likes of Caruso, Nelly Melba, Chrysler, McCormack, all the stars, basically. Mm. So it was through him that the two of them got together. But as it turned out, the two of them became unbelievably good friends. Uh, McCormack's children used to refer to Fritz Kreisler as Uncle Fritz. You know, it was that, it was that level of sort of camaraderie and sort of, and, and, and friendship that they have. And, you know, I have found that listening to McCormack anyway, um, because Kreisler was such a great artist, that it almost brings McCormack on. It's almost as if like, I wouldn't say it's a competition. They but egg each mm, other on exactly, and they bounce yeah. off one another. The way I'd see it is it's like a good hurling match. When you have two <laughs> good teams, the standard just rides. Yeah. And when you're, when you're playing against a, a terrible team, I used, to be, I used to be a decent hurler. When you're playing against a terrible team, your standard just falls apart. <laughs> so with Gavin now, my seventh himself, have bounced off each other. Yeah. And we've created and something lovely on our God, we're not playing hurling now because if it was Kerry versus <laughs> Kenny, that would be a pretty, that would yeah. be pretty dodgy, you know. Like. Yeah. Pretty dodgy for you, Gavin, anyway. Yeah, exactly, yeah. What kind of songs did they kind of Sing and how did they choose them? Um, an awful lot of the repertoire was very much of its day. So there was a lot of opera, there was a lot of, and they did arrangements of stuff as well. So, for example, um, they used to sing um, Ave Maria um, to the tune of or the melody of the intermezzo from. Cavalleria Rusticana, which incidentally is quite, um, that's quite a poignant piece for McCormick because he was the the youngest tenor ever to debut at Covent Garden at 19 years old when he sang the leading role in that opera. Anyway, mm. that's, uh, I, I digress, as they say. And as well, they would have um, liaised with or had, let's say, um, arrangements of pieces done by the great composers of the day. So, for example, Rachmaninoff. They did quite a lot of Rachmaninoff songs, and they did a lot of a lot of Strauss as well. And we're we're including some Strauss actually on the night. But in fact, they would rehearse with the composers themselves. They were rehearsing for one concert, which there was a lot of Rachmaninoff programmed, and it was just Chrysler, McCormack, and Rachmaninoff at the piano rehearsing. I mean, oh, it's just amazing. incredible. Like, do you think people in this country, Gavin, appreciate John McCormack enough? I think they do. He kind of comes in and out of cultural imagination, depending on, let's say, what's happening. Maybe there's an anniversary here or a concert here and this. But the wonderful thing about having somebody like John McCormack in our sort of cultural legacy is that we have the opportunity to come back to him again and again. And this concert that myself and Paddy are doing is another opportunity to sort of lift the lid on another sort of part of McCormick's incredible legacy, but also to be familiarised with or to be introduced to the wonderful artistry of somebody like Fritz Kreisler. And I suppose that what it does is then is it transports us a hundred years back to that time um, when these two titans of the classical music world were collaborating and creating these incredible recordings, again, at a time when recording was very much in its infancy. I think, I think these events, these kinds of concerts, and the one we're doing with the RT Concert Orchestra, the world's favourite orchestra, um, <laughs> is, is, is just another, it's, it's a huge opportunity again for the Irish public to re-engage with, you know, two incredible artists. And of course, Patrick, McCormick himself was larger than life. He was a huge character. What was Kreiser like? I have to admit, I'd never heard of him. So but what was he like? Kreiser, well, first and foremost, Kreiser is noted in my world as one of the greatest mm. ever fiddle players fiddle players to live um, but not only that he was an amazing composer and one of his most famous pieces is called Liebeslied as one of his kind of first pieces that mm. brought him to fame as a composer so I'm including it on the night and I have a lovely beautiful memory of this 
I made my little debut in Dublin as an eight-year-old boy playing Liebeslied. And I haven't played it since. Oh, so it's lovely amazing. to come back. Well, on that, <laughs> you're going to perform first once again, which is great. Vincent, you go back to the piano. And Gavin and Patrick, you're going to get back to your positions. And the collaboration between you both, it's to showcase the collaboration between Count John McCormack and Fritz Kreisler, featuring you both and the RT Concert Orchestra. It's going to be in the National Concert Hall on the 26th of October. Tickets, of course, nch.ie. Gavin Ring, Patrick Rafter, Vincent, thanks so much for coming in this morning. This is O Sole Mio.
more on that beautiful singing. Um, Daryl Hooper says, I was at a musical evening many years ago in John McCormick's house in Boucherstown. His son Cyril told us about an afternoon with Rachmaninoff on piano, Chrysler on violin and his father singing. Wow, that's extraordinary. 